We are the daughters of Gaia, born of her body and of blood. We are vengeance. We are the Black Furies. Coming at you from Scratch and Wolf Studios. This is your latest episode of Rage Across the Internet, your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my right here is producer Danny. Hey, everybody. Danny, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How'd you like my lady voice on that? <laughs> lady voice, huh? Yeah, for that quote, it was pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was almost too good. Well, you know, I, I am a master of my craft. Or... Or, we have a special guest with us today. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's that one. <laughs> Remote from the Great White North, I present one of our patrons and a very good friend of the show, Melissa. Melissa, how you doing? How's it going, eh? <laughs> the good time you had me on here. Perfect. Yeah, right. she, I, I had to get the colloquialisms out of the board, out at the start. I'm sorry, what? I had to get them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get them out at the beginning. <laughs> Glad you could join us today. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Melissa, for being here. It is an honor. Awesome. Uh, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. So, you know, we are obviously, we're here to break open another ancient vase into <laughs> the curse of our tribal series. <laughs> and That's how we're putting it. Yeah, well, you know, why not? We, we are peeing in the hidden temple, <laughs> defiling the elders <laughs> with another tribal. Yep. Braving that curse. Hey man, we we said it like no more curse, but <laughs> still trying to prevent it. I see, I'm tempting fate. I know we have a guest. They they wouldn't do this to a guest. No, except for every other time we've had a guest. <laughs> well, that, that's true too. Literally. Literally. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. So let's see if you can break the other curse this time. What do you think, Melissa? Absolutely, because nobody would curse a Canadian. We have enough issues. We're on top of America. It's going to be like that, huh? Okay. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of show. <laughs> no, no. It's, I, I have the utmost respect for the U.S. I have a lot of friends who are in the U.S., and this podcast is hosted in the U.S., so yay them. Yay. Oh, is that where we're from? I didn't know that. I don't even know what to do with either one of you. Right no, it's fine. Because we're goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> At hey. least I'll be able to correct your French. Oh. We don't, we don't, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, we, we happen to be a, a very multinational show here. We speak a lot of languages and we speak them with a plum. Yes. <laughs> Swahili, German, there was some Farsi that one time. Pig Latin. That's right. Je of course. Which, of, of course, course, is Pig Latin for it's nice to have you in studio with us, Danny. It's nice to be here. <laughs> oh, man, we got a show. So. We're certainly, eventually. <laughs> eventually. Right, I mean, nothing is happening. Uh, we'll, we'll get it going. Well, let's, um, let's start at the start. Yep. You know, we tend to do these in advance. So, I'm going to... I call an audible here. Okay. And fuck with our timetable. Something fierce. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You ready? Oh, boy. Okay. So if you're hearing this, our store has returned. Oh, you did it. I did it. You did it. The store is back, everybody. We, you know, we phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Sorry. Kazoo Jamboree. Finally. <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> yep, the store is um it's back and running. Yeah. We you know, we we think we've got the the vendors for us. Yeah. And the situation's gonna benefit everybody. We've got some options for our, our folks overseas. Yeah, quite a few this time. Yep. So hopefully some of these issues will not be a problem. But hey, to celebrate that. Yeah. We are running a special promotion for members of our Discord only. <laughs> That's right. You join our Discord, and you will get the coupon code for 10% off your first order. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, huh. what's the code? I, I'm not going to tell you. It'll be in Discord. Pay attention. Get in Discord. <laughs> get the code to the store. And again, celebration for reopening, because we've... This has been a long time coming. Right. And in fact, to be clear, this is season two merch. So the season one merch, those of you who have it, it's a limited edition. Yeah, <laughs> limited edition. <laughs> Don't break that cup, man. You can't get another one. I mean, you can get another one, but it's, it's going to be season two cup. Yeah, well, it's I a, broke mine. It's a better cup. Season two is going to be a better cup? That's the larger ones, the 15 ounces. Oh, good, because I broke it. <laughs> hey, you get knocked off the wall, man. And while you're on your Discord, you know, you can uh, say hi to us. Yeah, we're always ideas. there. Yeah. yeah, somebody's always somebody's there. <laughs> but we spend we spend time. You spend as much time as you can. I'm there a lot. Yes, yes, you are. I'm able to be there a lot right now, though. So, um, but yeah, you know, you can uh, talk werewolf with us or some of the colorful characters of the Discord. Melissa being one of them, uh, who may have fallen asleep, which is a bad sign for our show. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting for you to get your Discord business out of the way so that we can begin. No, you think I screw around with us. It's fine. <laughs> Damn, haven't you listened to the show before? Hey, come on. All the, the time. Sitting there Tuesday, all, all Tuesday morning, I get my coffee, sign in to work, and then on goes the headset so I can listen to the podcast. You know, that happens. She's not even snowing you. That's true. Because she's there in Discord while it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pop in and send her condolences for having to deal with us for the remainder of this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that bad. <laughs> put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, but the Discord, we're all hanging out again, and you're going to get that code for the 10% off for the store. Get some good stuff there. That's some cool. Oh, man, I'm so excited for That's, the new mug. <laughs> got some weird shit in there, too. <laughs> I think my daughter would really like that. Your daughter? Your daughter? Oh, Jade, right? Yes. Yeah, hi, Jade. Hi, Jade. How's, she, how's Jade doing? Jade is doing very well. She's currently hanging out with her dad. and But she did say that as soon as this went live, she was going to be on top of it and listening. Well, that's yeah. awesome to hear. Well, she's caught up, though, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I guess the perks of that is you could just ground her if she's not. <laughs> Pretty much. There you go. Jade, how was the episode? I didn't listen yet. You're grounded. See? Simple as that. Simple. Parenting advice. You see, we offer another service. Yeah. Magical powers, man. (laughs) We'll tell Jade we said hi, and thanks for listening. I will do. Awesome. So she can hear it herself. And and, and when she hears this episode, hey, Jade, how about you come join us in the Discord, too? You get a 10% off for the store. There you go. (laughs) 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 Yes. Here we go. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Black Furies, huh? Yeah, so, I mean, the Discord's... That's all we got. We've got the other business, but you've you've all heard it enough. 
And that's where most of your stuff's coming from is Discord. Yep, five stars, thumbs up, four stars, help us out, spread the word. Yep, Patreon. Yep. Get shit back. Join the set. Mighty, powerful, makes better, make you better. Everyone's better with thumbs ups and reviews and good sh- you do You know what to do. You do it. Please. Please and thank you. Yeah, there you go. That's us for a Canadian friend here. <laughs> Being extra polite. Extra polite. Okay. All right, let's the light this black, candle, eh? Yeah, the Black Furies. They are definitely furious. Furious against Fury? So, Melissa, why don't you tell us a bit about the Black Furies? <laughs> I think they're a very interesting tribe. I, I, I find their way of handling things a little bit off-putting sometimes, but like all tribes, I think they have a certain nobility to them. And I guess I just like the way they they approach the triads. They approach it by the, the fates. They have very strong roots with their uh, with Greek ancestry and Greek mythology. And I think that's something that kind of has to play through even their sacred duty. And it's that sacred duty that they talk about in the tribe book that really appeals to me as a female player. I know I also play um, Geta Fenris often as well, but the Black Furies really do appeal to that feminism that I think some games do not uh, have. Okay. I see where she's going with it, yeah. Now, now it's interesting you bring up the, the Greek mythology. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was something that I noticed right, right away, is that much like the Geta Fenris, is their background is festooned in, in mythology. Yeah, it's big time. Yeah. Maybe and, not as much as the Get. I, I think it's it's pretty pretty deep in the roots there. Uh, yes, I agree. It's deep in the roots, but it's not just almost verbatim. Oh, the Get, uh, the Norse mythology. They, they play fast and loose with that with the Get, too, man. You know, I mean, like, look, I was never a history guy. I was always a mythology, I was a mythology guy coming up, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, it, I kind of geared away from it over the years, but, you know, there's still some of that base yeah. know, in my past. Um, and so there's a level where I don't have a problem following, but I think it's the same with the Get of Fenris. Where you lose something um, if you're not more familiar, yeah, it, okay, it can confuse the issue. Yeah, you know, I think that I think you know it's a little bit of a problem. The same way as it is with the get, or the same way the Hinky Okai mythos muddles up the works in the Stargazers. No, it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, because like, I didn't yeah. follow much of the Greek mythology as I did. But you were more familiar with the Norse, so you yes, see exactly coming into the Norse mythology knowing fuck all about it you're you're kind of lost yes it's this the same thing agreed yeah yeah just just interesting for as much as they hate the get a fenris how similar, <laughs> how similar that particular facet is and actually when we're on that something else i noted it was how in like in the shadow lord book it was expressly stated that hey we're gonna lie to you a couple times here there's there's some bullshit in this mm-hmm. it, that that same goes in the black fury book they said the same. They they said the same. They in fact they said just like the Shadow Lords, who are way cooler than us at every level. And I thought that was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm sorry, I, I I missed that entirely. Did you say that the Shadow Lords were cooler than the Black Fairies? Because I know you didn't say that. Well, no, well that's an abject fact. But it, <laughs> I'm saying is the book said that. The, I think you're paraphrasing just a little I, bit. I am paraphrasing. I have the quote here. Uh, much like the Shadow Lords, who are far superior to us, there are half-truths and outright lies in this book. Oh, they did say that. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was going like, to say, what are you reading, then? 
but nice they, try. But they do. I admitted it. <laughs> but, they, but they do. But it does say in that book that there are half truths and outright lies within the tome. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which again I appreciate. Again, like the Shadow Lords, there's that a level of um, take with uh, what I'm saying as a with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, a, a level of honesty about their dishonesty. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. that. Yes, and I you, agree. you always like when someone can admit that they're full of shit, even a little. Even yeah, even if it's just a little bit, at least they're admitting it. Well, because everyone's just a little bit full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we can start, I guess, from the beginning. Well, hey, Melissa, how did this tribe start? Well, from what I understand is that this tribe sort of considers itself um, as having a particularly sacred duty. It talks about how, um, you know, they were pulled out of the very earth itself, out of Gaia herself, to basically see what Gaia so Gaia had heard the cry, not of the the children being born and the people dying because at the end of their life, but those in between, those who were being sort of attacked, murdered, killed, and it's those that reaction to those those cries of pain and sorrow and that the Black Furies are formed and they talk about how that they, the, she, this is, they are the answer to the cries of the dying. Um, you know, those that were taken down by kin and they talk specifically about husbands and sons and they talk about how, you know, they were formed by brown, the ground stained red by blood. Um, they're female, they're bearers of life so that they may never take a life thoughtlessly. Their fur is black so the wicked might fear their righteous wrath. Um, and I they hunt like the <laughs> kinslayers and the profaners of nature so protect their Gaia. And that is how they talk about how they were actually formed. And I know that that can be, that, that sort of concept can lead to a very broad brush about the Black Furious as being man-haters. And I think that they don't help themselves by by using this as an example. Does that make sense? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, i with you. Well, you know, that, that whole thing, you know, that, that whole anti-men thing, it's it's a little... Off-putting? Well, it's definitely a little off-putting, but I think yeah. it's, it's a little cliche. And I mean, frankly, I'm, I'm bored with it already. I yeah. was bored with it 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with you, Melissa, to be clear. No, no, no. I it's just it's pushed on too hard. Yeah, it's just it's such a concept. I'm already bored with that concept. You know, yeah. it's something. It it's the laziest way to do it. You know, I I think it's unhelpful for groups. Yeah, agreed. it is really unhelpful for groups. Yeah, you know, um, and and I've seen groups like this where you know people have chosen to play a Black Fury and they come out all guns blazing and it is not fun. I'm I'm going to be honest. I have seen people male and females, try to play a Black Fury as this man-hating, walking, testosterone, well, a bitch. And that (laughs) really isn't fun to play with. It's not fun to interact with. It's not fun to play. So I think that the stereotype of them being sort of these man-hating lesbians on like 24-7 menstrual cycles is just, (laughs) it's stupid. (laughs) Come on, let's give this tribe something that they are really good at. And they really are good at being representatives of the female gender. 
I'm with you. I I appreciated stuff like, you know, the the motherly aspects and, like, the motherly aspects of defending. Mm. But they don't push on that nearly as much as the anti-man. Well, and it's... That's the thing is it's it's really... It's easier. Uh And it's, like, insulting to everyone. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I just... Maybe I'm the asshole. I'm not interested in that, you know, that bullshit acrimony. You know, they're... they're, this, This game... I mean, there's a lot of facets to the game. Yes. You know, there's some definite bleak shit, but that bleak shit, here's the thing, is done in fun. And that sounds weird as hell, you know, it's, especially to someone who's maybe newer to the game. But we, we can go to these dark, deep and dark places the same way you can go to a horror movie and come out smiling and laughing. Right. Because we're visiting that. Yeah. We're visiting that world and we're visiting it around a table with our friends and then that's over and it's okay. Yeah. You know, um, and no one's offended by what you had to say because you were saying it in character. And, and so, I mean, that whole aspect—that's not something we are going to dwell on. We have probably heard the last of it for the episode. Good. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you're on the same page with us, then, Melissa, because <laughs> oh, it, it makes sense why I, they I, would I, do I, it. But to hear it from like the female perspective, it's that even from you, it's bullshit. It is. It's total bullshit. And I don't like when everyone assumes that if I say I'm playing a Black Fury, that they automatically assume I'm going to be a man-hating bitch. And then they start treating me as uh, treating my character in a, such a way. And exactly, I'd yeah. rather play my character the way I developed her. And Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. I. I, I hate that stereotype. Well, we ain't and, dealing with it anymore. So, so yeah, look at <laughs> that. We kicked that shit out of here like a minute ago. <laughs> Good. It's spitting on the window, point of fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to, to move forward mm-hmm. a second, they don't discuss the War of Rage. No, weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, they like they pretend it didn't exist. I mean, they talk about the Apergium, that they were front runners. They, yes. they were right up there. They, they claim they were right up there with the Talons, mm-hmm. which is not the first time, or it's not the last time we're going to hear that sentence <laughs> over the course of this episode. Okay. Also weird. A but, little bit. Yeah, they were they were right <laughs> up there with the War of Rage. Like, yeah, or the... No, Imperium. Who is talking? Yes, <laughs> the Imperium. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> what am I saying? I... Depends yeah. on what day it is. But yeah, right up there <laughs> with the, uh, the Imperium. But yeah, didn't mention the War of Rage. No. That's so fucking bizarre. But yeah, even, I... even with the Imperium, though, the ending it, they don't take full credit. They take some credit, but not full credit. You know, it was more of the, uh, they were con- the other tribes convinced them to lay down their weapons. Well, see, yeah, I don't have credit for it. You were going to say, Melissa. Um, Just butt on in. It's okay. You've yeah, heard the show. Anytime. Yeah, no. Just steamroll this idiot. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed it, that they didn't talk much about the the War of Rage too, and I and I don't understand why. Yeah, it's a very bizarre omission. I mean, they talk about the second War of Rage very briefly, mm-hmm. but they don't acknowledge it as the second War of Rage, which was. Even weirder. Yeah, I mean, like you know, full disclosure. When I do my research, I have the PDFs. I mean, I have all the books too, but I have the PDFs. And so I, I search for the terms sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like the war of the term war of rage appears, I think twice in the book, <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all, and it's only in reference to the second war of rage. So weird. Yeah. Huh. So now, guess, if they yeah, if they were to call it something else, well then I'm screwed. <laughs> 
But, but why not... would they call it something else compared to anybody else in the Garo Nation at all? Oh, but I'm also not the only one who found it odd that there wasn't a mention of it, so... Yeah, well... Either none of us can read, or it's not in there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't think it was really... I can't say it wasn't a factor, because I'm sure it was. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Well, it's definitely odd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish we could talk about it. They, yeah. they gave us nothing. Uh, well, I I like, though, if we're going back closer to, like, the beginning. Okay. You know, they're the only tribe to mention that the Weaver is male. Yes. Because... They don't. They, what they, do you mean? They do and they don't. So, at the beginning, I, I know we had this conversation earlier. Um, at the beginning, they do talk about the Weaver as being male. And mm-hmm. they do yes. mention the fact that some consider the Weaver as being male because the male... Because... It, the weaver doesn't produce anything. It doesn't give life to anything. Yeah, it, it can't create. So why would it be male? But but, but. but see, and I almost didn't bring it up because I didn't have the time to do the extra research. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. So I didn't really want to go on record with this. You suck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but what about the Ananasi? <laughs> oh, God, spiders. Ew. Didn't, didn't well, the weaver... The point here. <laughs> Give birth to Queen Ananasith? Yes. I, I don't... I am, like, 40% sure on this. <laughs> 40%? So I didn't want to bring it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... It, <laughs> no, I get it, and I apologize. I didn't realize you were trying to do it, but... Yeah, no, I was backing off that because I didn't have time to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought it was refer, funny. They actually referred to the Triot as the three fates from mythology, and they referred to the Weaver as... Uh, Oh, and I'm going to butcher the, the Greek name because I'm, I'm not Greek. But it's Lachius or Lachius or something like that. And many tribes consider um, this female male um, and is called the namer by some in the tribe independent of gender. So it's almost like she appears as the, the matron in all of this. They have the, the wild as uh, the maiden, the mother is the weaver, and the worm is the crone. And it's, it's these three fates that they uh, they subscribed the triad to so in effect while in some aspects in on some points of the book they do refer to the weaver as he they also have the weaver as she because she is tempered and and she controls everything she can she's sort of puts the limits like a mother would on a child she puts the limits on the wild's creation huh. Which is, I mean, that's, um, I mean, yes, but it's, uh, but you know, it's, it's interesting when you find those contradictions here and there, because you know, it does in the beginning, you know, it, it, she's clear about, I don't remember the name of the Garo Hunari, it's, it doesn't matter, but whoever it is, she's pretty clear on it. (laughs) And yet, (laughs) as you bring up, and you you bring up the three fates too, which, you know, is something they do in terms of the triad, but we're later on gonna bring up those um the fates again in another context entirely Ooh. that's that's what we call foreshadowing <laughs> it's very technical yeah a little Harry. bit <laughs> now something because we're kind of jumping around here yeah, a little bit and that's yeah. fine yeah we're, i'm okay with it <laughs> it's fine something it, it's something we don't very often talk about but it, it's something i was reading it was you know doing my research 
and and it really stuck out to me. And we're we're gonna talk a lot about tribal conflict in the not today, but in the future. Right around the time of the Storm Eater. Okay. All right. It's uh, <laughs> it's almost like an appetizer at this point for that eventual tribal conflict stuff. Uh, I bring up the case of Dara Zirian, who is claimed to be the first sacrifice and the right to bring about the, to end the Storm Eater. All right. Okay. Now in the last tribal. Yeah, I was gonna say when they brought up the was it was a Dark Claws of Vengeance. It, it was Dark Claws. Good okay. on you, Danny. Yeah, I remember the, um, the thirteen warriors that needed to be sacrificed. Yeah, he was the Shadow Lord that stood up and convinced the rest of the uh, European Garo that this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Now that's the thing is he he according to them the Dark Claw of Vengeance was the first of the Shadow Lords. He, he was the one to the first to get to agree to it. Okay, and the one to convince the others. Here in the Black Fury book, it says Dara was the first to be sacrificed. Now, those are different things. Yeah, yes. But you can see how through the oral tradition of the Garu Nation... <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just a choice of sentence structure mm-hmm. can make it sound like those are contradictory statements. Yeah. And is automatically fucking fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just by different punctuation, just, yeah, you're right, just by sentence structure, it, it could be misconstrued totally different from tribe to tribe, mm-hmm. and again, the oral tradition, the oral history, playing telephone here. Yep. Yep. Someone's... So both both <laughs> of those can be true, mm-hmm. but if you just read it real quick, or maybe didn't say it right, yeah, you're a liar, and you suck, and your ancestors suck, and we're going to war. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I didn't even think about that way. Yeah. It was just something that stuck out at me. Because, I mean, eventually we are going to be talking about those those conflicts and how to handle those and, you know, some of the cool shit we can do with it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, a little appetizer for it. Oh, I like it. And then at the same time, talking about Dara, who was the first to be sacrificed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta make sure we use the punctuation correctly yeah, for you us. Know. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I see in the book itself that it says a crone calling herself Daria was the first to sacrifice her own life. So it sounds like she had more of a choice rather than she was just tossed in there. Well, no, they all they all agreed it was a self sacrifice. <laughs> what it, 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 is it? Is it Daria? Yeah, D- Dara Dara's Zietin. Dara or Daria? Dara, no D-A-R-A. Okay, that's what I had down, too. I thought you said Daria. I'm like, shit, did I, did I typo that no, no. name and just Dara. fuck it up for everybody? <laughs> nope. Go with Dara. Yeah, Dara. Yeah. Well, going back to like, the Greek mythology part. Yeah. You know, they talked about how Luna was known to them as Artemis, which was always cool and, you know, very little of the Greek mythology I did, did know. I did like Artemis. I thought that was always cool. But Artemis... Or, or Luna, would teach the first pack of Black Furies about Garu and about Gaia and about being her defenders. And as more packs would grow, or more packs would form, Luna gave each of them a role. And then that first pack, there were five, each of the auspices. And those were the Gorgons, which yeah. I, their name for it, again, was really cool. And then Artemis being the first totem of the Black Furies. And then, again, as more packs would be formed, Luna said, there's too many of you. I can't keep uh, keep, keep track of just one. I need to do all of you so you can have Pegasus. <laughs> you know, 
I do not envy that pack, though. <laughs> With Luna as a totem. I mean, look, not to compound an issue here, but Luna is a notoriously crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, for sure. That is not a totem I want to be taking marching orders from. Yeah. <laughs> fucking run and hide. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing, too, that she would create Pegasus from Medusa's corpse. And Medusa being the last of the Gorgons to survive. May or may not come up later right. again. So, foreshadowing. <laughs> it's, a, yes. it's a thing. Yes, it is. It's a term. So We lost contact with Melissa. Did we, did we lose Melissa again? No, I think Pegasus is, is interesting as a, as a tribal totem because, again, Pegasus is neither male nor female. They don't subscribe a gender at all to the totem. So, and again, they specify that in the book. I don't know. In popular culture, Pegasus has always been male. Has it? Yeah, I didn't know well, that. Yeah, at, I never okay, contributed again, to male. Um, Hercules, I think it was Hercules, wasn't he, that, that rode the horse? Well, like, I, I guess, and I guess maybe this is me. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this is just a porter thing. But aside from Mr. Ed, I have never thought about or cared about the gender of a horse. And I didn't <laughs> even really care about Mr. Ed, but it was right there for you. Yeah, I was going to say, but it says Mr., so <laughs> yeah, no. it's, it's already done. Well, neither <laughs> did, did I, actually. So I expected it being, I thought when I was doing my research for this, is that I thought, okay, well, this is going to be really strange. The tribal totem is, what, male? And they specifically say that they don't put a gender on Pegasus at all, that it's neither male nor female. So I'm just thinking, okay, that's the way to get around it then. So just like in real life, the, the <laughs> Pegasus is hatched from an egg. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's good. It's, you know, Just like science. in real life, huh? Just like in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go to the, the patch and get the pet the Pegasus eggs. <laughs> You'll have you, to tell me guess, where this real life is. Which, uh, which one's going to be deformed and come out a unicorn and have to go work with the children of Gaia. Oh, Ooh. that's the game we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just said Pegasus eggs. Come I know. on. There's no rules. <laughs> There's no rules. <laughs> Very good. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. No, no. if you don't laugh, it's bad. You don't have to hold that in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, there was a story in there uh, about a about a pack who were pretty much, well, we'll just call them the, um, it was like the greatest loss of their tribe. They consider it the greatest loss of their tribe. The entire tribe of Black Furies, this is our greatest loss, but they refuse to tell anybody about it. This is weird to me. Yeah. If it's the greatest loss, why would you not tell anybody? Well, it also... That's your greatest loss? <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal. I, it's not a small deal. Okay. But maybe, maybe we should let you continue to talk about it. We should continue to talk about it. All right. Well, <laughs> it was a pack named the Streamrunners. And long story short, they found, like, some heavy metals leaking into, like, fresh waters. Doing their work. Yep. And then they would trace back all the problems back to a uh, an abandoned silver mine. Which festooned with the worm. Yeah. It was a, a spiral hive, essentially. Yep. And being that they were the they were environmentalists. So this is a big deal. It's a big deal because it's hurting Gaia. It's a big deal. It's hurting the wild. It's the worm. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. trifecta. There's no, yeah. there's no downside to this. 
Um, except mm-hmm. instead of like getting back up, yeah, they they pull the white howler <laughs> and just so, ran the fuck in there. Yep. <laughs> nope. We're we're well, good enough. We can do it our own. And they just yep. Guns blazing. Yeah. Head first. And then of course they come out the uh, the twisted stepmothers, <laughs> which <laughs> and I get why you'd say this is their biggest loss, but it's they're still a problem. No, no, no. They're absolutely a problem. You know, um, Melissa, you, you read about this? Yeah, I did, actually. I, I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that the maybe the, the Black Furies think they themselves better than this. And that the arrogance that is usually ascribed in other tribes, and not necessarily them, is why they consider it one of their greatest loss. Because it literally was one of the stupidest things anyone could have possibly done. Agreed. It, yeah, it was kind of a no-brainer outcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. and I mean, look, they've been a problem since, and like there's six of them, and they they're they're kidnapping uh, baby black furies left and right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know their galliard um, was it Othala Child Slayer, which <laughs> fucking mm, on that name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that is a pretty creepy name. That's great. Um, like, she knows a shit ton of secrets. Yeah. You know, she's been around, she knows a lot of shit, and, you know, the first thing I think of is the Sept of the Bygone Visions. Oh, and yeah, no, I know where you're going there, with there's this. There's a talent of the worm in that fucking armory. Holy shit. So, there's a lot of potential, like, for stories uh-huh. there, you know, to use them as threats. And so I'm not saying it's not a loss. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. But but I'm saying that the Silent Striders mm-hmm. lost access to their ancestors, <laughs> In their tribal homeland. And they don't consider that their greatest loss. The the Wendigo in the Ectana lost just so much land. <laughs> and and in Kin, the Croton can't even complain anymore. <laughs> but the Black Furies lost a pack once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Greatest loss. A pack one time. Yeah, but you're putting, you're comparing it, you're comparing apples to oranges. The Both are fruit. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're actually comparing this, their loss, which they might actually say is their greatest loss. They're, they've never really lost tribal homelands like the, the Striders have. They haven't, you know, had to deal with worm comers like the the Wendigo and the Octena have. It's it's not the same thing. That's kind of my I'm point. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think you're right. I think it, it kind of does seem a little off balance. But there's got to be more to this than the tribe book is telling us. Right? It, it's got to be more. Like you would think, but this is the place to tell us. Mm-hmm. Yes, but maybe it's a source of shame, and or maybe the publishers of this particular book just didn't bother want to do it. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, or, I mean, what you mentioned with that Pax Galliard and the little secret she knows, maybe that's where it goes. And, and again, it's speculation because the book doesn't explain. No, and I, I just think it was to the ballsy to call that their greatest loss and just how statistically improbable that is. <laughs> I mean, that's like, Danny, how was your day? Oh, well, you know, I stepped in a landmine somehow, so I can't walk anymore. How was your day, Porter? Oh, well, got so rabies worst. and, uh, the worst and malaria. Day how about yours, Melissa? 
I dropped a quarter down a sewer grade. It was the worst day ever. Right? It would be. <laughs> Just, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, on levels, it's it doesn't it it doesn't equal. But maybe they maybe it's a source of shame as well. I mean, again, the book doesn't really specify. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you know, um, it, it actually, you know, it, it, we're talking about it, it makes me think of the um, the Fianna stereotype for the Striders in Werewolf 20. Okay. I'm going to paraphrase here, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like, you know, the, damn, the, the thing about these guys is no matter how many tales of sorrow and woe we tell, they always look at us like, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like that about it. I love those stereotypes. I got to look that one up again. Those are so much fun. They are like the gets to the Fiona. They're almost as good of warriors as we are. Yeah. What? That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Yeah. Beautiful. Moving on. <laughs> I just. <laughs> um. You know what? Uh, I talked earlier about the uh, the red talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for you to bring that up. I'm a little curious. Well, um, I'm going to tell you about it right now. We're jumping way ahead, and we're going to jump back again because continue stupid. That's not sure. Continue is great. Pay attention to your continuity, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're celebrating the wild by not doing things in order, much like the Black Furies do. Look at that. Epsi. See, this is honoring the Black Furies by not doing this in any particular order. <laughs> but um, you know, the Furies are part of the Margraves European Coalition. Oh, I didn't and know that. They were early adopters, like the Red Talons. Okay. Those those were the two tribes that first joined up with the Margrave. Hmm. Well, you know, the Furies were uh, around the Balkans, as they do, mm-hmm. doing their business, and they ran afoul of some Retalon packs who were doing similar business for perhaps different reasons. <laughs> Maybe a little different, yeah. But, like, look, I'm a here to murder. You're here to murder. Let's murder together. Let's be friends and murder, or at least stay out of each other's way. Yeah. Which, which is about when the Margrave swooped in and said, Hey, everybody, I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's all murder together. <laughs> and, and then they'll take over in the process. Yeah, why don't you just um, do the right thing? That might have been actual audio, I'm not sure. <laughs> just do the right thing. Just like that. Oh, okay. And then they joined the European Coalition. They were the first members. Them, the Talons and the Black Furies. Once again, fucking early adopters. Trendsetters, you might say. There you go, trendsetters. What do you think, trendsetters? Absolutely. There you go. Well, I mean, we we bring up the stepmothers, and then, like I said, we we have that speculation of that Galliard, and maybe that's why it's the greatest loss. And yes, it's a shame, but something we haven't been able to do in the last few tribes is is the speculation part. I'd love to hear if you had one of those. Oh, Danny. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. I haven't had anything particularly juicy to work with. That's, that's something why I'm really, asking. Something to speak to me. And, you know, I, I don't hear... I mean, again, with the step, the Wicked Stepmothers, um, you know, the idea of that talent of the worm being at the Sept of the Bygone Vision. Mm-hmm. That could be a fucking problem. Yeah. You know, especially if she knows about it. And we're going to assume she does, because then why else are we talking? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that could lead to some sort of raid on that. But, I mean, that's, that's the heart of... That, that's Black Fury Town. Right. You know, that's that's their big care. So, I mean, an assault on that level, that'd be something crazy. Because if I remember correctly, and I haven't looked up the Sept of the Bygone Vision in a while, but if I remember correctly, Moonbridges won't even fucking complete to that place. Really? Without, like, this, the official say-so. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no shit. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Hunter could not take a moon bridge there. You could be at the Wheel of Tha. And that cairn will take a, his bridges everywhere. There's no rules on the Wheel of Tha. Okay. And the Wheel of Tha will not take you to the Sept of the Bygone Visions. You'll stop short. So it's more of a protection thing? It's a protection thing. Oh, that's really cool. And is, is it because that there's the uh, the tailing of the worm there? No, it's just how, the, how it works. Oh, hmm. Huh. I mean... <laughs> well then, out of curiosity, Melissa, you've you've story told a few times here and there, right? Okay. Yes. How, how would you run like a story like that? Um, the the bridge just doesn't go there. No, the the sept itself, and then the stepmothers, and then that galliard of that pack, or the black now the black spirals knows of that information. Could you run some kind of story like that? Crap, that would be a very high level because that galliard is like an athro. Hmm. Like like that's yeah, that would be. Whew. Wouldn't be a small feat. No, it would not be a small feat. That you you. This pack is not just, it, it's a pack that's been together for ages. It knows that, that Galliard, I was just doing a, a quick reread. The, that pack knows the sept of the one in Crete that is like, even the, the, that inner circle is not prepared to entertain, like, entertain this as a, um, a major threat. And it really is. Yeah, so, because of the information they know. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think it would it would require um, if I was going to run some a, a pack chasing down this particular pack, mm-hmm. it would have to be an advanced pack with I hate to say it experienced players who know exactly what they're what they're running into. Huh. And then it's a case of sort of, you know, using a method of a spiritual guidance and straight old detective work to kind of track this pack down. And then, of course, you've got the big combat scene at the end, which yeah. you can't guarantee. As a, yeah, and you can't guarantee as a storyteller if all your players are going to survive. So I don't like to set my players up for potential failure like that unless they're, they're like, yeah, I want to do this because this is going to be mad renowned. And it would be if they were all Black Furies and they were all like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, yeah, let, that's the only way I would do it. Huh. Because I know enough. the traditional stuff of like um, right of um, the, the right of the questing stone, these furies are going to be too smart to be so easily picked up on the radar. You're going to have to do a lot of bending and groveling to spirits. You're going to have to use methods that may or may not be exactly you know honorable to get the information to find this pack. So I disagree. I think they'd be pretty easy to track down. Do you think so? Go to last known location with a bullhorn. Okay. And scream, will somebody make me a sandwich already? (laughs) And they'll come to you. (laughs) No tracking required. (laughs) Just get everyone in position. Bait the trap. Yeah. Well, you gotta use it. It had to be a man. It would have to be a man. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's the bait. There you go. It's a simple bait and switch. <laughs> the man wouldn't survive, but you never know. You well, could even use a recording at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah the man wouldn't survive. That's, I mean, but if you're doing it. That's um, okay. I was going to say, well, but if it was up to them, it's, it's probably preferred. I actually see Segment doing that. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. I mean, that's that's just ballsy that's, yeah, and just borderline stupid enough. For Sekhmet to do it, yes. Yeah, to, 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 he would think it's a good idea to try it. <laughs> but, you know, but that pack, I, you were reading, I was reading, that pack, they, they use, like, the uh, the Black Fury, like, their ideology and their tactics against them. Oh, certainly. So if they're, yeah. you know, if they're all about... You know, protecting and and saving, I could see him like using the same aspects. Like, there's a baby crying in a fire or something, and the motherly aspects of the Furies. We have to go save them. They would use that against them, perhaps with a recording in a bullhorn <laughs> <laughs> or sandwiches. Nope, all of the above. Crust cut off and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> with the crust cut off. <laughs> no tomatoes. I wanted grape jelly, not strawberry. (laughs) What kind of psychopath requests grape jelly? This one. Grape jelly is way better. Especially if you're going to put cream cheese on it. Oh. (laughs) That just ruins everything. I I have have been chiding people about jellies and jams all day. (laughs) And I can't believe that's a true statement. I started my day with Lyric and his fancy apricot on French bread, and now I'm dealing with fucking grape jelly on cream cheese. And peanut butter. From the weirdo the city. Cut off. Oh. Hey, let's talk about the metamorphic plague. Alright. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a better idea. Yeah. Um What was the metamorphic plague? What is the metamorphic plague? Okay, what is the metamorphic plague? Well, so what is the metamorphic plague? She might not have notes on this, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. <laughs> I don't think this was on my notes. <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you about the metamorphic plague. Yes. It's all right, I'm sure you've got plenty of shit that I don't. In fact, I've... <laughs> um, the, the metamorphic plague, and we've said that enough already, <laughs> is, is a disease that infects those who expose themselves recklessly to wild energy. Huh. It's, a, it's a thing that manifests... It, it's running through the Furies right now, and it's a thing that manifests subtly. Um, is it only through the Furies? So far. Okay. Uh, you know, they're very wild attuned, which is something I don't think we've really said much, <laughs> which is odd for how important it is to them. Right. Well, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't focus on it they, enough. They've got the number one wild foam fingers, each and every one of them. They're big fans. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, it, this, this play could manifest subtly. You know, it'd be easy to go, like, it turns them into, like, some sort of gibbering freak, or, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It, it changes the, uh, and this is a quote here, the victim's inner being without drastically changing the outer. So, like, it'll it'll make, it'll start with, like, your strongest personality trait changing. Like, subtle changes, though? Yeah. Slow. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, like, you know, um, maybe Hunter becomes, like, gentle and smart. <laughs> you had to throw smart in there, huh? I did. Like, <laughs> articulate and fun to be around. That'd be weird. <laughs> like, like he's, he's suddenly the life of the party. Oh, yeah. You know, which is not the character. Like, I'm fucking with you a little bit. Yeah, just a little but, bit, but, like... But only a little. No, I, I get where you're going with it, though. Yeah, like, you're, 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 you just start to change. And, you know, that's easy. Like, you know, people change. They grow, you know? And you're not going to the club every night. You're fucking, you're older than that now, or, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's not 93, so we don't have pogs anymore. But... Pogs. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, um... Got me my slammer. Jesus, <laughs> that's how it starts. But and then, then it moves to physical changes. Eye color, complexion, hair color. Um, the the guy starts to lose their memory, and finally, 
you know, I mean, you, you even there's even false memories that, that slide into place of, of, of mm-hmm. the ones that existed. Huh. And, and the, the Garou ends up a different person entirely. Inside and out. Yeah, she, she just, she's, she takes on this new identity and role. There's still Garu, there's still Black Furies, Pegasus still acknowledges them. But, you know, they're, they're new people. And the thing is, is no one really understands what the hell is happening, or why it's happening. I was going to say, where is it coming from? It, they don't know, they just, it's happening. And that's the best they got. Oh, uh, see, it's, I didn't it's a read little that fucked part. up. Well, I knew actually... you were going to read it, so I didn't. Nice. <laughs> but, it, it was... Just, just run them over, Melissa. But yeah, the please. The worst part is, is that it's contagious. Yes. It might start in one pack member, and it spreads to the entire pack. Oh, someone pulled up her book while we were talking. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> hey, good for you. That's fine. All right. Yeah. I had heard something about this, but I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, it's actually yeah, I, I saw it. And I, I would call this the greatest tragedy to befall the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it's something they want to acknowledge, though. That's the thing. So nobody else knows about this except the Furies. Exactly. Keep, yeah, they're keeping it quiet. So but I mean, they're keeping secrets just as much as well, everyone does that. But like, mm, how would you entrust the nation with that? You know? <laughs> hey, Sally over here. She you used know? to be Jessica. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Iona Kinslayer. And I just want you to know that we got diseases over here that make us into other people. So it's crazy. You know, what, what, what's going to happen with that? Put the cigarette down and try and tell us again, please. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, I guess one of the best examples that it gives is that, you know, some a fury that's known as a nurturing mother suddenly changes overnight to being more aggressive and wants to join a pack that is, like, like balls to the walls. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not that subtle then. Well, it, well, it can begins be. subtle. Oh, oh man! You know, it this is very subtle. Yeah, it it reminds me, and this is not the same thing even in the slightest. But it reminds me of False Wendigo. Okay. Where you know, I mean, we're we're pulling back to Ways of the Wolf. There's an old fucking book, but um, you know, you talk mm-hmm. about False Wendigo to where. By and large, by the time you realize you've got a False Wendigo scenario, mm-hmm. it's too late. Yeah, that guy's already done in rings. You know, and that's like with the subtlety with this, you know, suddenly I don't like pickles. Well, people change their tastes. Yeah. You know, but and then, you know, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm leaving my my pack of nurturers to join the Viper Murder Squad. Viper Murder Squad. You know, yes. And, and then Stephanie's now going by, I don't know, Danielle, Blood of More Blood. <laughs> Why did you point at me when you said that? I'm just talking about. <laughs> well, they all do now. <laughs> I, I needed a name. Danny was in front of me. Oh, what do you want? Fine, fine. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, it, it just it creeps up. And, and, and the weird thing is, it, it like it's not fatal. No, no. Which is weird. They're 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 still furies. Everything's still copacetic on that end. It's not like they're swapping teams. And they're not becoming wild wolves. They're just different. They're not them anymore. <laughs> they're just they're just another fury. Which is, like, from a morale standpoint, it's going to be frightening as shit. I was going to say, but at the same time, maybe the best you can hope for, because no one's dying. Uh, yeah, but I mean, think about it this way, is, you know, your best friend just then not only changes person, but turns into an entirely different person in front of you. Yeah. Or your your mother or your sister. 
just furious. So it no, I, to, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is that there's no explanation as to where it's coming from. Right. It's not coming from one specific location on the globe. It just appears. We think you're too close to wild energies. What does it even fucking mean? Huh. You know what I mean? Like, what, what does that even mean, honestly? I don't, yeah. You can go to yeah. Flux and hang out there for a while, as long as you don't screw around and they don't, don't mess with yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, don't. You'll come back fine. Mm-hmm. That's the wild's realm. Mm-hmm. And this is just affecting people and is contagious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, frightening is a good word for it, then. I don't know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well... I love the speculation part, so thank you for entertaining that. Yeah, I found a couple things, yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to move on to camps? We can move on to camps. Melissa, do you want to move on to camps? Sure, we can move on to camps. Let's move on to camps. All right, camps. You want to throw them down here, Melissa? Sure. So, I think the camps speak to a, a schism that is actually within the, the, the Black Furies itself. You have the, the two sides of how they want to deal with the worm or the crone or whatever you want to call. Let's it. just stick with the worm for simplicity. Yeah, yeah for, for simplicity. So there's some in the trot in the camps that will want to just deal with the worm head on, just, you know, balls to the walls. Let's beat it where it stands and attack like everything that is even worm related. Fomori, kill it. Bane, kill it. Um, vampires, kill it. Um, Sounds good to me. And then you've got the other half that's like, well, you know what? Let's not do it that way because we're just killing ourselves, killing them. And it's a war that we're not winning. So let's target humanity and our sacred duty. And it goes back to that thing that we talked about earlier and the thing like the sacred duty of, you know, dealing with humanity. And for that, I think it kind of speaks to where this tribe sort of breaks apart so the amazons are the ones that would take the fight to the worm and they just don't care they just throw the the bodies so then you have the bakans and these are the ones that you know and i porter and i were talking about earlier um these are the avengers that that target men rapists murderers matricides fast polluters the dregs of humanity um they'd rather waste time on the more obvious manifestations like so they focus on the criminals uh, they focus on the personal and violent punishments and they are vicious they are exactly what everyone thinks the black furies are so these are the women that have no problem taking out men so these are the stereotypes is what you're saying these are your stereotypes yeah (laughs) okay yeah now the freebooters are my kind of favorite because i think they're really interesting but unfortunately they're the smallest because they their mission is to find these pure wild places as as you can imagine there's not many wild places left no so they're constant because the wild places are constantly being tampered with this camp is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller but i think they're so interesting and if i was going to run a sort of a like a one-off i'd have sort of like the freebooters i'd have them have the players play freebooters finding a nice wild place because it really makes you feel all good um yeah, but at the same time if there's not that many left they'd, they'd have to do some serious searching to exactly find it. yeah the moon daughters are tied to the modern world and these guys are kind of interesting too they're the most adaptable of all of the camps, the rites and the doctrines follow a more 
new age paganism and they understand that change is a part of life and in this day and age traditional processes the the way that things used to be it doesn't have a place anymore we need to we need to take what we our, our sacred duty and move on bring it with us into the 20th century we need to kind of make ourselves you know more modern okay as you can imagine the more traditional um tribe uh, camps are like yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> just shut up <laughs> sit down yeah. you young ones and shut up <laughs> yeah yeah shut up i love it yes <laughs> and then you have um the order of the merciful mother which seeks to reform human society using human tools like politics arts popular cultural and the big one religion, religion so yeah. a lot of these um are part of religious orders like da, 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 the catholic church <laughs> Yeah, I, I so find it hilarious nuns. that they, they take credit for the popularity of the, the Virgin Mary. Yes. <laughs> yes. And again, I think this is an interesting tribe, uh, camp, but eh, as <laughs> someone, if you don't want a religious person in your group, this is not a camp to encourage. Well, um, I, I guess also thanks for strengthening the vampires hold on shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice work, much. ladies. Oh, wow. <laughs> and yep, then we going. have the sisterhood, which are basically information networks. Uh, they have networks of contacts and that rivals that of the Bonars and the Glasswalkers, so they say. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's going to be one of those half-truths or outright lies we heard about earlier. Yep, agreed. <laughs> I think they like to think they do, but I don't think they actually do. You know, I'm going to call bullshit on that. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) The Furies who formed this camp have spent years um, getting guru, kinfolk, and other individuals out of the path of the church, especially during the the era of the Inquisition. And they speak speak to that. So uh, women who were able to perform magic under the thumb of the Catholic Church these were the types that these this sisterhood were the types that got them out of dangerous spots. So I think historically speaking, they're kind of interesting, but I don't know if this is really a big thing anymore. So now they focused more on the networks and information gathering. And then finally, there's the Temple of Artemis. Interesting thing about these guys is that they are very old. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I saw that. I was, you know what though? And it, as crows. funny as it is, it it's yeah. interesting because they don't allow cubs, and and Fosterns? even nope. Yeah, I was gonna say, and there's probably maybe one foster in the entire yeah. camp out of like a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it's they're literally the the eldest of the eld the, the eldest. So in order to apply to be in the temple of Artemis as a camp. You have to have done something, and you certainly have to be something that they would approve of. So they're the most conservative of camps. So as a result, they would really, really hate the 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 Moon Daughters, who are who talk about the adaptability and you know bringing things into the twentieth century. Mm-hmm. The the these guys are like going uh uh-uh. uh. They're the ones 
telling the, the the moon daughters to sit down and shut up and let us do the the talking. <laughs> right. They're very similar to the backhands um, in terms, but act as the wisdom to their outlying rage. Hmm, okay. They talk about pulling away from the other tribes to focus on in their internal matters. So focus on criminals rather than the war. I, I think of we course, need to go back to that a little bit, though. I yeah. mean, think about mm-hmm. it. They want to pull the Furies away from the Garu Nation. Yeah. Well, they want to back I out. I, yeah, I don't think it means backing out, but just <laughs> no, like, just... you know what? We're going to do it our way. Fuck y'all. Well, yeah, you know, and, and they say, you know, you know, dealing with the intertribal matters. I mean, that's just keeping the house clean. Yes. Yes, very much. You know. <laughs> oh, 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 um, oh, it took me a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say a great example of that would have been the metamorphic plague. Uh, it's sure. an internal in-house matter because yeah. they're keeping it keeping the house clean. That's fucked up, Danny. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, because I I definitely implied it. I mean, they they they, <laughs> they really do talk about tribal only packs. So packs that only have black juries. If they if there's cross tribals, so you've got say again a Fenris and a Child of Gaia, because I know you love them, and a Shadow Lord, and a Black Fury, that is considered a travesty and. And they consider that breaking Gaia's own laws. So they're really, really conservative. Also, um, also that, that poor Shadow Lord, I would want to lead that pack. I feel bad for him. <laughs> well, he could be the Alpha. You don't know that. I, that's what Unlikely, I'm saying. But, he, he probably is. No, that's what I'm saying, is he's clearly <laughs> no, he, the leader of that pack, and I feel bad for him, because just what a motley crew. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what I mean? Uh, or he's the beta because he doesn't want to be. <laughs> yeah, because he wants to turn the head, right? I was listening for that. Yeah, see? She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but as a result, they have a strong influence over the political structure of the Black Furies themselves because they have the highest number of crones in their midst. And, I mean, I know we're probably, I don't know if we will talk about the, the inner and outer circles but the outer circle has the highest number of crones which means the temple of artemis has a say in really the direction of how the the tribe goes the entire tribe itself yeah right huh well we we talk about those uh the, the different circles mm-hmm. as, uh, mm-hmm. within the tribe um now the other scary thing about this particular camp and this is what struck me as i'm uh, and i was reading it i'm like Ooh, this doesn't look good they have been known to stand in judgment of black furies who have broken the law without the knowledge or consent of either the inner or outer circle, especially in cases of multi-tribal sets that, that, that will not meet with appropriate justice. So they will do their own justice without any permission from anybody else. Yeah, pull a judge of doom, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know what, though? At the same time, I appreciate the camps. They're not so much about the, you know, we talked about transparency and the this camp is very much like this other tribe and this camp is very much like this tribe. Yeah, there's there's not so much a case of that here. There's a little bit, but not much. And, I, I, and they also refer to their camps as, and again, I don't know Greek. I'm going to, I'm probably butchering it. Kuklos? Yes. Did I say that correctly? I have no idea. Okay, well, we'll go with <laughs> I, it. That is how I would pronounce it, but I don't. I don't know because again, I don't have 
the knowledge of Greek behind me to be able to pronounce it correctly. No, I tried putting it in like Google Translator. I only spent a minute and I didn't bother going too far, but like, <laughs> how do you say this word? And it was like, cuckloos. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> it just made even more of a joke, but... It might be, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I so, anything else on Camp's Porter? Uh, no, no, I, I think uh, that was covered pretty well. Okay. You know, um, I mean, like, I skipped the camps because I knew you weren't going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. I, I usually get them. We have, we have our format. Exactly. And, and we, which we, one do we do? Camps or brood? Yeah, or, we, yeah, we know. Totems first. We, we know what the other guy's going to do. <laughs> hey, it's been over a year now. Now, the, um, now, now, now let's see you talk about the structure of, um, I guess, how things the are The inner done. and outer yeah. circle? Yeah, mm -hmm. that is probably something we should at least touch down on. Okay. What do you got? Nothing. I was looking at you. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we, we get, do we have a trifecta here? or uh, <laughs> did, did we pull the hat trick? Or do you have something, Melissa? <laughs> I have stuff. Because remember, I prepare. Um, oh, <laughs> wow. That was a big it's, on both of us. It's almost like I saw your notes a couple days ago and intentionally didn't. So you make sure to have a lot of spotlight room because you're the guest. <laughs> so these are the ruling bodies of the Black Furies. To be a member is a high honor. Um, of which it's one? Broken down into two, and again, oh, okay. I the inner can't and outer pronounce. Circle. Yeah, the inner and outer, and it's Calix, K L, sorry, C L C A L Y X. Not Capex. <laughs> it's not a Capex. Um, <laughs> the inner is interesting. It's made up of five members, uh, one of each auspice. Rank Much like is the not Gorgons. a determination for membership, and Artemis herself chooses the members according to according to the black fury it is artemis herself that chooses the members Terrible how idea. that works out i don't know i don't know if you get like a memo or an email or like a vision quest or what but if they just know that you are a member now yay you so just, just sit alone i was gonna say a strider comes to you and says hey i have a message from a glasswalker, you need to go to their tribe, and then you go to the glasswalker sept where they have an email for you. <laughs> I don't know. I, the thing I, about this is that the balloon. members are unknown to the rest of the tribe. Nobody knew who these, these people are. So, so they very much well don't exist? Uh, yeah. So is the Black Fury Illuminati. <laughs> Effectively. The only time you would know, and I think they had a story about it at one point, is that if you're a member of the 13, which is the outer, they have an idea or at least a concept of who is on, that a new inner circle has been selected. They don't know who. They just know that a new one has been selected. This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> so there's 13 outer, five inner. That's right. No one knows who the inner are except maybe those five, if at all. No, no, no. So there's th five in the inner. Right, on right. The outer, it's... there's 13. So nobody knows who the inner are except the five themselves. Yes. And they were handpicked hand by the craziest spirit in Crazy Town. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> and then I the... would revisit that structure. <laughs> <laughs> who is going to question Artemis, though? Why, I think... Which, which Black Fury would question 
arguments. Well, I, I, probably none of them, but that's kind of my point. Exactly. Is, <laughs> you know, fucking, let's rethink this. Mm-hmm. Because, again, with Luna is doing the picking, mm-hmm. but if no one knows, you also had that level of, no one said it was me. <laughs> Prove that didn't happen. Right? No, I get it. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I, it. It feels like it might be a mistake. Yeah. And then you have but... the 13 of the outer. Yes. Yeah. And maybe one of those 13, hey, Luna comes to her and says, I need you to be part of the inner now because there's a spot opened up. And then they're all like, hey, uh, why, why has Jennifer not been here for like two weeks? Is well, she part of the inner circle happens. now? <laughs> Because people, so in the, 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 the outer, people die. These are not ones that sit in, in Greece and just sit there and rule and, you know, eat grapes and whatever. These are people who literally are scattered throughout the world. So they each have, so for the, these 13 members, each have a protectorate of some sort that they have to monitor and watch. Hmm. Um, So again, rank is not a determination for membership. Um, Membership is determined every three years. So it is actually, it's not a voting process. It's not a democracy. It is chosen by lot. And normally prior to the beginning, there's games and politickings with the Fury trying to make herself look as good as possible to get get picked to to be put on this outer circle. However, one of the 13 cool kids. Yeah, this doesn't matter because members can be chosen multiple times and it is made completely randomly. And I must highlight the randomness of this because they claim it's completely random and they're told that it's completely random. But funnily enough, no Metis, no males have ever sat on this outer circle. What a crazy random happenstance. Yeah. You know. That's, that, that's, she's, it's so wild. <laughs> I, see, I, I see what you did there. What? Wild. I know, right? Like, I can't, like, I can't believe that. I do. I no, like, I'm, no, no, I, I can't believe that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I mean, I say no metis, no males, because the only males in the tribe are either kinfolk or metis. Right. There is no male Right. There's no male trueborn guru. Uh, we in probably the black should have picked on that in the beginning of this episode. But uh, just talking about <laughs> it's again, it is a tribute I to the wild we're doing this out of order. <laughs> oh, okay. You know um, what though? But I like that because I want to. I want to hit that real quick. Yeah, go on. With with the the males only being metis mm-hmm. as far as the garu or kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I, I see it as like if it's that's the case, they're, they're the only ones who are allowed in the tribe. It's because. It's almost like it's that mother's punishment for breaking that law. Well, and let's let's add to that is the fact that um, it would be irresponsible uh-huh. to discard a child. Um, in in that, um, that's what I'm looking for. There's the maternal aspect, right? Uh-huh. Of you know, you don't just throw a baby out. This isn't China. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's why. And I, I hate to be cynical about this, but uh, have you a listened to the show? male <laughs> is less likely to be able to advance quick enough to be a threat to any of the higher stationed group. 
I, I hate to say it, and I, again, I might be just cynical about this, but that might be another reason why they keep them. Well, I see why you would say it, though, especially in a tribe of warrior women. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the species of warrior women and men. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, either <laughs> yeah. way, yeah, yeah. They they keep the male menace, <clears> and <throat> they uh, they throw the uh, non menace, either the baby boys. To they, they throw the you they throw them around usually the child, children guy children guy most ours. most commonly the children oh, guy right seems like a waste I think it's stupid <laughs> that I, I think it's a bit of a waste yeah yeah it's, I, I agree it's a waste you wonder why the children guy is such a large tribe and the furies are such a small tribe well th- that's the furies fault yes because they're cutting half of their numbers intentionally yeah. right there but like furies are no slouches in the battlefield right. You know, although they're absolute so, warriors, so let's let's give our males <laughs> to the children of Gaia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I and the thing is that I couldn't find <laughs> anywhere any in the around? book is to why they do that. What it's is just the... conjecture, but there's nowhere where they say this is why we do this. Yeah, they don't. It's not really explained, yeah. No, but I mean, with the rhetoric of the tribe, you understand, mm-hmm. even if it's kind of a poor decision. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, surely they would be better off keeping the males around, even if they were second-class citizens, <laughs> to try to... Um, Boost numbers? Well, alter their behavior. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I... Uh... You know, yeah. raise them within the tribe to make them stop being the things that you don't... I'm not saying do it. They don't... No, I, I know what you're saying, though. But you know, I, we don't like these these qualities. Yeah, we yeah, we, we can discourage like the qualities by keeping them with us and kind of beat those things out of them. No, I, I see what you're saying. Like the the things of the men that they don't like. Right. They, they could just keep their men around so they can de- push <laughs> the ideas of treat women better. We'll just use those words. Yes. And... That way we're not going any farther. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, yeah? Yes, I do. Yeah, it seems, absolutely. It seems I think to it me makes that sense. would be the better idea. Um, but no, they're choosing to have their numbers mm-hmm. and then give these potentially awesome warriors to the tribe that least deserves awesome warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like. <laughs> I understand not giving them to the Geta Fenris. They, yeah. they're, 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 Aww, the Geta Fenris are awesome. Of course they are, but we there's, there's bad that. blood there. Yeah, so yeah. I understand them <laughs> yes. not going, we hate you more than anything, here's all our males. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. But again, yeah. there's not like a Fianna around, or maybe some kick-ass Wendigo that would... Well, they won't take him anyway. But... <laughs> surely, a Guinness and a baby. Just send him right to Scotland. You wrap it with a Guinness, you make make Fianna. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Happy Meal. No, I get it. Any <laughs> yeah. other tribe would be happy to have. Hey, look, stronger. Yeah, yeah, more numbers, some 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 solid warrior stock. Yes, that they don't want. Mm-hmm. Fucking found money. No, but let's give them to the tribe that goes the least on combat. Yeah, I, I just what a waste. <laughs> I mean, am I the asshole here or no, what? No, no, you're absolutely no, no, not. No, 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 no. 
Okay, well then, I think we should kind of pivot over to Pegasus and the rest of the totems. All right, well, um, Pegasus. Despite the fact that we just talked about, you know, the ferocity of the Black Fury. Mm-hmm. Pegasus is not a war totem. No. Pegasus is a totem of respect. Weirdly enough. <laughs> weirdly enough. And I guess not weirdly for what Pegasus is, but I think weirdly for some of the behaviors we've just talked about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that is something that the Fury should... They need to keep in mind more often. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's not even me. That was I said that was from the book. It's, oh really? Yeah. That um, you know they they could stand to bear in mind a little more strongly. Okay. <laughs> Pegasus is a totem of wisdom. Um, but you know she Pegasus demands the children protect the helpless females of all races. And there's a distinction here between weak and helpless. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I appreciate this. Even though it, it would raise some questions that we're not going to ask mm-hmm. in, in terms of the tribal rhetoric. Right. Um, but, you know, the idea of the, the weak and helpless distinction is important. Because, you know, like, for example, um, the strongest guru on the planet, right, could be chained up and is therefore re- rendered helpless. Yes. Despite all of the strength. Yeah, it's a paraphrasation of an example they gave. Um, you know, but the weak will submit without chains at all. So it, it's that distinction. Yeah, and like I said, I, I get it. I find it really interesting. If they're weak, but they can still help themselves, why are we bothering? Yeah, Pegasus has no desire to help those who want to help themselves. Right. And I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Agreed. So, Melissa, did you pick any of the, uh, the of Pegasus's brood? That you found interesting. Um, I was looking at the gorgons in particular. Yeah. Um, Each because... of the gorgons can be as yeah, part they... of Pegasus Brew, which I thought was really cool. Yes. So originally, um, the gorgons were a single totem mm-hmm. under Medusa. So as it stands now, um, the, the 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 three are the, sorry, the five are now split apart. Correct. And Medusa was the first one to leave, which meant them all sort of break apart. And again, I don't want to butcher the the names because I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> you have Uriel, you have a, a Helena, you have Ethema, Theno, and Medusa, and they're all separate totems. And I kind of made a note when I was reading through this is like, you know, while they're not a single totem anymore, how interesting it would be as a story hook or a, a campaign hook to bring all the Gorgons back together again as a totem. Well, you bring this up and, um, you know, we promised a return to Medusa. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Look what just happened. Look what just happened, everybody. We hey, did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um, you know, Medusa has fucked off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is, I mean, she broke up the band for starters. <laughs> And then just just fucked right off. So we don't know where or why. Yeah, which is a hell of a mystery. So you bring up this this concept of you know reuniting the Gorgons under one umbrella. Well, where's Beyonce and all this? You got to go find her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's the holdout on this. And so, what happened to her? You know, and they don't say. They offer a couple suggestions, but mm-hmm. they don't tell you. So it's really up to you, and that could make for some really interesting shit. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. All right, well, you picked up the Gorgons, which I thought, again, it was really cool. Each of them could be part of the brood. I was noticing Panther, which is weird because, and it's also very rare as part of the brood, as part of a totem, because of the bad blood of the War of Rage. Right, and also um, the Pegasus is the natural 
uh, prey of the panther. Oh. That's why you don't see, they have the panther wards or in the Pegasus farms. Now I know. <laughs> it's half the battle, man. Go on. <laughs> no, it was just, but the ban for taking panther as your totem, you have to uh, aid in any of um, any felines that are in distress. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Yep. Whew. We look. There's Listen. a pack of spirals, but there's a cat in the tree, and the firefighter can't reach him. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I know we don't do reviews here, so I don't remember who wrote the damn book. I I don't. If we did reviews, who wrote the book would be front and center. How dare you perpetuate the crazy cat lady in totem form? I saved that one just for you. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Help the Karen's on fire. But there's a kitty. But the, but the kitty. There's a kitty, everybody. <laughs> Fuck off, man. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Panther, Melissa had the Gorgons. Yeah. What did you get out of Axis Monday? Yeah, how did you know I went to Axis? I'm not even gonna <laughs> perpetuate this joke. Alright. Um I got I got a couple things. Alright. I got a couple things. First we have uh Chimera, the Masks of Man. It's a little bit like Manos the Hands of Fate. Okay. It's not. Uh, <laughs> this is of I... course completely independent of the, the, the totem chimera. Okay. Alright, different different thing. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a little close, but Yeah, well it's not there's close aspects, enough. man. This is this is not that. Right. This is, it's really interesting and kind of fucking weird. Okay. Okay. Because um, it, this this one represents the divided nature of man. Mm-hmm. All right. The body and, and like the, the head, it, 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 it's different looking depending on, right? You you have uh, there's the noble and powerful lion. Um, you have the head that, that, that recoils like a stubborn, like it's the goat. And then you got the dragon. Cool uh, visual. Yeah. Which is, you know, less than nice. <laughs> you know, it's spewing fire and lies, if you will. Right. Okay. But the, um, and the tail as well, this this changes depending on the Gaffling's dominant nature. This is, this is a Gaffling. So, like, again, if it's like a noble, you know, it, it's a lion's tail. Okay. You know, it, ch- it changes to reflect the person. And, and what I'm leaving out here, because when I say the divided nature of man, I mean a specific man. Okay. That's, that's the part I left out here. Because what, what it does is, is, is this some bitch attaches itself to a particular man. Looking for somebody specific? Kind of. Sometimes it's sent out, sometimes not. Um, you, can, you can learn gifts from them. But in exchange, you become the guy. Oh. And it, it's, it, it's, it's very strange. Because, again, the behavior of the Camaro will also reflect what's in the heart of, of the guy. Mm-hmm. And who, mm-hmm. who to heretofore we'll, we'll call the the Chimera's master, and we're putting that in quotes. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, like if he says, if the master is a shitty guy, you know, maybe you're gonna get that dragon tail, and he's gonna be a shitty Chimera. He's, he's gonna be a dick. He's just a destructive monster, and you know, like the fur's gonna be darker. He's gonna be rattier. Like it's it's interesting how the appearance will will alter it. But he um, roams around the penumbra near. Near the master. Okay. And just wrecks fucking havoc. <laughs> All right. 
is is just bad news bears. All right, just whatever he can get his hands yeah. on, he yeah, wants to destroy. It's not. It's not really specific. Just he simply rages. Quote: He simply rages, devastating all in his path. Hmm. Just <laughs> fuck it. Let's rumble. Cool. <laughs> right. Well, here's the problem. You know, you're you're walking around with. 12 rabid Tasmanian devils chained to your hip with the Umbra, right? Okay. So this is already a problem just in general. And it's possible for this guy to manifest in the realm, but that becomes a bigger deal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take a lot of power, and then... But it doesn't matter, because you can't defeat this guy in a normal, in a normal way. Um, and this is the one that the Chimera is attached to? Well, this is the Chimera itself. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it's just... It's just you know, it, he, he follows his master like a fucking puppy dog with an attitude problem was the words that were used. And I feel that's a, it's a disservice. <laughs> I feel like it's more like a flaming bull in, okay. a, in a China shop. Okay. Or perhaps a China in baby shop. Oh, my God. Just, just to give a little more squish. But, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, there's only one of this guy and he attaches himself to this master. He can only be defeated by the master. Okay. All right. Is the, the chimera is a reflection of himself. You know, hmm. hostile as hell, but you you can't fight him. The only way to defeat him is by changing whatever shittiness <laughs> is about you. So, like, you know, if you're going to encounter this guy, it's it's really a a big role playing opportunity because Dex Brawl will not help you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It, it it's. It's interesting, and it's kind of weird and kind of wacky, and I haven't seen anything like that before in any of the other broods. Because it's not so much a servant of Pegasus as something that Pegasus helped do to people. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> right? It's like, it's like chaining a gremlin to you, and you're like, man, I love that movie. Except you remember, like, a gremlin is this shitty monster who breaks things in closet people. Mm-hmm. And now all your stuff's ruined. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I used to love that movie. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh. Um, we also have, and I, I believe it's Haima, the Red Mothers. Okay. Who mm-hmm. appear as uh, pools of blood, and they occasionally manifest as ghostly women uh, cloaked in red mists or versions of the moon. And uh, these, are, these are minor spirits of creativity and fertility. Uh, that is a woman's birthright. Um, they're not particularly intelligent um, in, in a normal, unusual sense, but they understand intentions and emotions. You know, they can impart visions uh, when someone to help ease pain, which they'll do even even if the, 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 it's a man. Though <laughs> otherwise, they just will not deal with it. Um, <laughs> like the angry ones, they feel betrayed and share pain accordingly. They can teach gifts of healing, pain, honesty. Um, they can teach low-level rites or grant prophetic visions. But something... Else, you know, I mean, again, they won't appear in front of a man unless previously mentioned or unless a female follower specifically asks them to. Huh. Um, they're unable to harm living things. But we now we go to the material correspondence. And this is something that I have talked about before and we have made jokes about before. And some of you dicks have looked at me and said, <laughs> that's gross and you're a weirdo and I hate you. <laughs> material correspondence is a blood offering, ideally menstrual blood. Suck it, Danny. Oh, my God. Why would you write that, Porter, you weirdo? Yeah. 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 You got me. I did. I got many of you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> well done. <laughs> Moving on, we also have... Did uh, you, like, pa- save that just for this episode or something? <laughs> I just I knew a thing. What do you want from me? All right, that's fair. Um, we have Pegasus Gathlings. Okay. Which I almost don't even want to bother talking about. Because a Gathling of the totem, that's... What a shock. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, what's interesting is that, in this case, Pegasus pulls from itself... And these gathlings are aspects of Pegasus. Mm-hmm. They're actually color-coded, which is, I guess, really convenient. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, you know, here, here's, a, here's a blue Pegasus gathling. <laughs> and, and it's going to run out, and it's there for a certain job. Okay. All right, like, there's not a whole lot of meat. There's not a lot of meat here. But, you know, she'll send one out, and the aspect will do whatever it was sent to do. Be that protect, or offer a vision, or offer some healing, or... You know, uh, assist in defeating the thing, whatever, mm-hmm. and then it immediately returns in in rejoins Pegasus. So when all the different colors combine, do they make the Mega Pegasus? <laughs> and that'll form the head. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> oh, God. See, I went to Voltron because it's a little chilly in here. <clears throat> <laughs> well done, nice. Oh boy. Yep. Um, and then uh, finally, there's there's the triptych again with that um, that foreshadowing nonsense, yeah. um, the maiden, the mother, and the crone, okay, which are not the worm, the weaver, and the wild in this particular instance, but are a uh, I, I guess they're separate jagglings, okay, who will appear and I mean it's just like it sounds in in the form of like an, an older, a middle, you know, the different stages. They they represent the different uh, stages of womanhood, and you know, technically the three spirits together, they always come. In, is, is a trifecta that's the hat trick every time. Um, and they're not, again, this is a weird situation because they're not exactly, they're, they're part of Pegasus' brood by choice. Right. Not by any sort of, of, of uh, lineage or, or creation or, you know. Um, <laughs> it's almost like we've decided to join you. <laughs> okay. You know, you get, you get the expressive pity that the triptych, they do what they're going to do and they've decided to be here. And, you know, they will appear differently. You know, in the eye of the behold. You know, you have the the three age range is fine, but how they look physically when they manifest will be different from me than it would be from you than it would be from Alyssa. Okay. I see what you're saying then. You know, and, and you know, they're known to appear when needed. They drop prophecy or wisdom through riddled speech. And, and really what you want to do here is you want to think about, like, the weird sisters in Macbeth. Hmm. And at that point, you know, um, you pretty much got it. Okay. I mean, that's the gist. No, I. You know, I see where you're going with go, it. Yeah. Go read Macbeth. Just do it. <laughs> Don't forget his pants. <laughs> there are no fetishes in Macbeth. <laughs> we will not discuss this again. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's been but, a hell of a right, but story on, on the the Furies here. So. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's the brood. Yeah. Um, I did find something. Um, in terms of rights, okay, that I thought was I don't know interesting. Odd. I I don't know. I don't know the word I want to use for it. But it's the right of Cairn birthing. Oh, did did either one of you pick this up? I did not. I did see it, but it wasn't one of the ones that I flagged as like perfect scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we we have been shying away from some of that, some of those toys lately because yeah. there's kind of better things to talk about. Yes, but I I, I found this one interesting in terms that. It, it's an alternate method of care and creation. Okay. Um, rather than 
you know, your normal Reddit King you're building. Okay, you, you start pretty much the same thing, okay? Um, you find the ground, you cleanse the ground, you make the ground safe. And now, at that point, they use a pregnant woman as the focus. The, I mean, the woman can be Hamid or human, Garu, wolf, just fucking whatever. She's going to be pregnant. Okay. And at that point, <laughs> and I, I did not make this up. <laughs> so you're, you're <laughs> no, warning no, me true. is what you're saying. Yeah, because you're not going to believe I didn't make this up. <laughs> okay. At, at this point, that pregnant woman is named Maya. Okay. No, go ahead. This isn't, for instance, mm-hmm. you are now Maya. Perhaps the Maya. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did not make that up. We know how I, I like to name things to make it easier. Yep. You know, we, we just, we look back to Smash, Ash, Trash, and... Mm. <laughs> those are... The, 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 mouth, cool. the mouth triplets. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was going to say those. Yep. So... They're, they're coming. So Maya, <laughs> uh, which is the name for the right, is brought to the potential Cairn site, where, you know, when she's near labor. Okay. You know, surrounded by female Garu, they're singing hymns, there's a little... You know, it's very new agey. Uh, you know, non-Furies can be present, but they have to be female. And then Fury Metis can be there, but that's the only exception. Oh. The only, oh, the only male exception is the Metis. Okay. Um, the so not even kinfolk then. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, now, there's a single crone who can aid the mother through the whole through the labor, but no other assistance can happen. And the Furies present, quote, must instead fill their hearts with love for Gaia, beseeching her to take Maya as an inspiration and create a cairn here with the child's birth. So they say pretty please. (laughs) Now, if the right's successful, uh, the fate of the newborn child and cairn are tied for the remainder of the child's life. Um, The kid is forever immune to the delirium, even if there is no Garu relation whatsoever. Really? Yeah. That kid ain't going anywhere. Well, that depends. Because the different seps treat the Maya and the newborn child differently. As particularly if they're not kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Some take the kid in. You know, take it from its mom, by the way. Yeah. Which is, this, 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 this baby is ours now. Fuck yep. off. <laughs> and, um, Look, there's the wicked stepmothers over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they steal the baby by mom. And they, they, they raise the kid in the cairn. Some adopt both the mother and the child as honorary kinfolk. At least one sept has uh, let the mother and child return to their ordinary lives, believing that if the child's fate is sealed to the cairns, it's best that the child live out the tr- its true destiny. Which is woefully reckless, but pretty neat. Yeah, I was going to say hmm. a little reckless. I, I would assume, but obviously, they, they keep someone on that. Yeah, there's probably some kind of... Yeah, throw, like, a, throw, a couple, throw, throw a couple of the metis, just to, just to watch Cassie. Just keep okay. an eye on Cassie. Cassie, you're just named her Cassie. I just Got named it. her Cassie. Okay, but forever immune to the delirium. Yeah, like that can go the wrong way very, very mm-hmm. easily. Um, and now the the circumstances, of course, of the delivery uh, holds omens regarding the care in itself. Mm-hmm. So you know, like uh, a quick and healthy birth is is you know it bodes well for the cairn. You know. Um, if it's a Metis baby, you know, it's, we don't love that. But, you know, that means that they're going to have to work extra hard to make it and things okay. You know, <laughs> if, if, the, if the kid's stillborn, the right fails. Oh, no. Um, yeah. You know, the death of the, the Maya and the child is considered to be a pretty bad omen. <laughs> That's yeah. bad news bears. But so, like, even that factors in. And I just thought it was, it was a little interesting I mean, it ties into some of the more positive aspects of the tribe. Yes. Um, 
but it's an interesting spin on Karen creation. No, I like it, and I and I get why you bring it up because again, there are some good parts to this, and again, that that really positive one, the motherly aspects of the tribe that that's huge. Mm-hmm. I wish they would lean more on that kind of stuff. Then, then the then the men neg- be evil. Well, <laughs> we do have penises. Oh darn! <laughs> so we're evil. No, you're not. Well, thank you for saying right so. Right here, we heard it. <laughs> so, all right. That was awesome. Melissa. Yes. Final thoughts on the Black Furies. They're a joy to play. I enjoy playing them every time I play one. I think that they are, they have a certain nobility about them. They have a secret duty that is impel, is is compelling. Maybe not always the way they go about it, but I like the concept. And I find that in games where, and, and, and I have to say this, they're in games where there are, um, you know, a very low female representation. This tribe really can speak to the female in the group um, without sounding too, you know, pro, um, pro, fem, pro feminist. It's just. I know what you're saying, I, though. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that this tribe really can offer something to 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 everyone. And uh, I I enjoy them. All right. Oh, very cool. Fair enough. You know, I, I think building from that, I, I can't, um, I mean, I can't speak from your perspective <laughs> as, as a female gamer, what with not being a female gamer. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I have um, very rarely ran a group without a woman in it, at least one. But I have also never heard of a group who wouldn't welcome the shit out of that. Yeah. You know, you, you hear this thing, and you know, listen, you weren't saying it, but it reminded me of it, and that's, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> of um you hear this thing about about, about representation and, and sometimes there's there's a, a an idea a misconception there <laughs> that men aren't interested in like they want it to be a boys club no it, but I mean, there's that misconception there's yeah there is a misconception and, and it's like man i promise you i promise you that every middle school high school gaming group right now uh-huh. that doesn't have one is begging for women to join. I agree. <laughs> begging for it. Yeah. You know. Because um, they can just be just as good role players, if not better. <laughs> well, certainly, but who, you know. First of all, we all want more people playing. Yes. Just yes. bottom line, we want more people. Male or more, female. More asses <laughs> in seats. Yes. But, <laughs> but, you know, like, you're 13, 14 years old. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you want to have to not pretend like you're not really playing werewolf with your friends in someone's <laughs> basement over the weekend, right? <laughs> but there are girls that like this, too. You know, yes, there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guys are excited about that. Don't let people fool you. No. I mean, I can honestly say I've run into it twice, but it was more like a surprise rather than, oh, God, you know, God, it's a female. But it wasn't a bad experience. It was just like it taught me something that it's okay to like the weird stuff, too. Right. And again, speaking from the male population, we we dig when that happens. Yes. (laughs) Definitely. If if we're not sharing that information, it's because we're afraid you're not going to like us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty much it. That's uh... (laughs) a... That's um that's the male brain right there. <laughs> it really is. So there's a lesson to be learned in that. No, I think uh from from an actual in game standpoint, I, I find the Furies a little irksome. Yeah. And in, in not only because of the rhetoric, but because I feel that they are 
wasting an awful lot of energy with humanity. Okay. And I know that's part of their core, and it's, you know, they look at their sacred duty there. I, I just think, and, um, I mean, I look back, we just did it. Mm-hmm. So the Shadow Lord episode, where they emphasize that our, our duty is to protect Gaia from humanity. Yes. Not the other way around. Whereas the, the Furies is almost vice versa. Almost. Yeah. And, and so, like, I find it to be a little irksome of, you know, um, you know, there's this section where they talk about um, their involvement in helping women in America get the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about it because it's like a paragraph and there's not really any meat to it. Right. But, like, why... It even mentions that, like, a lot of the Furies are like, why do we give a shit about this? <laughs> <laughs> and... I feel like that's that's the kind of attitude that the guy would need to have. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really what I find irksome is they're they're focusing they're spending too much time on the monkeys. You know, we got we got some worm problems here. Let's take care of that first. Right. That's just what I'm saying. All right, Danny. No, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, no, no, you have to give an opinion. You I, don't get to do that. I'm yeah, come on now. I'm, I'm getting there. Holy crap! Shh, whatever. <laughs> there, there is depth. I, I like that there is. I just I'm I'm a little bummed out that most of that is covered by the, the men vitriol. the evil. Yeah, the the right. Yeah, it's some of that stuff. This this still can be a really cool tribe without that. There, there's still a lot of depth in. Them. Like I said, I've what, three four times already. The the motherly aspects. If they pushed more of that in these books. Rather than, you know, we're just as good as men, if not better, I wouldn't have a problem. They're still a cool tribe. I still recommend anyone who's looking at them, go for it. Play the character, not the dots in the sheet. But, right, yeah, absolutely. Still a cool tribe, and if that's what you're interested in, going for it, do it. But maybe, maybe focus more on that stuff rather than what's pushed on. I think well said. So, so Melissa. Yes, I'm... Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you, Melissa. It was so much here. fun. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you think so. There were a couple times we we, we lost you for a second. And <laughs> Never. Well, I I'm, was listening intently. That's That makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one, huh? All right. <laughs> you need one of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, want, we want to thank you so much for joining us on this one. It was a pleasure. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have you back sometime for I don't oh, know what, but... Please do. If, if you're open to it, we could you know, talk about it. Absolutely. Of course. But, and I'll even come up with some French words for you. Oh, true. Strudel. <laughs> yes. Strudel <laughs> is a French word. Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes here. And then, well, you should roll some sushi, which is another French delicacy. <laughs> it also means, hey, we need to wrap it up. <laughs> See? You wrap it. You need poutine. You wrap it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you, you enjoy that Vegemite there, Melissa. But in the meantime, I'm afraid we're going to have to go. All right. So thanks again for joining us. And hey, you guys out there, thank you so much for listening. You know, we, we love the shit out of you. And you guys all, you be good to each other. You take care. Take care of yourselves, each other. Keep on howling, and we will see you next time. See ya.